Quite a few years ago, I had a dream from God where the earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. The governments of men and the scientists and the religious leaders were meeting to see what could be done about this problem. Nothing can be done about this when it happens, and it will happen. We even read about it happening in uh, Isaiah 13, verse 13. We'll look at that in a minute. Nothing could be done about this. And in the dream that I was given, a newscaster was trying to give a report of this on television. He was so frightened that he stopped speaking in the middle of his report and he got up and just walked out of the television studio. He knew nothing could be done about this when it happens. The prophet Isaiah spoke about this. At the time I had this dream, I I really didn't know the scripture in Isaiah. But the prophet Isaiah spoke about this. Isaiah 13, 13, of this earth slipping on its axis. He says, Isaiah says, Concerning God, therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place. That's what I saw, the earth slipping on its axis. The earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Jesus spoke of this in Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31. Jesus says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Everything we see right now is held in place by the word of God. By the same word of God, the powers of heaven will be shaken. And Jesus says, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. If we look at Second Peter chapter 3, Peter tells us about the end of the world and the destruction of the heavens and the earth by God. There will be the great tribulation, the coming of Jesus, and the destruction of the heaven and earth as we know it. God will destroy it. Let's look at Second Peter chapter 3. Peter says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before 
by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lust and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Peter says, And for this they are willingly ignorant of, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standeth out of water and in the water, whereby the world that was then being overflowed with water perished. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. This solar system was created by God perfectly, perfectly created for us who live on this earth. But when the earth slips on its axis and the heavens are shaken, everything changes. And that will happen in the Great Tribulation. There will be one-third of the sun that will stop shining during the day. What do you think will happen with the famines? What do you think will happen with food production when there's a third less daylight every day? It will greatly affect the earth in ways that we can't even imagine, just as coronavirus has greatly affected the whole earth in ways that we could never imagine even a year ago. But there are going to be scoffers who say, well, people have been saying for centuries that Jesus was coming and he hasn't come. Well, Peter's going to explain it. He says in verse 8, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. It will end. At this heaven and earth will end as we know it. It's already ended as we know it, hasn't it? In the sense of coronavirus? Didn't that alert us? The fact that this isn't like a common flu which goes away. Now they think they have invented a vaccination which will keep it from attacking. And maybe they have and maybe they haven't. But one thing for sure, we're not the same as we were before this hit. We could have never imagined Revelation 18 before this coronavirus hit. But because of coronavirus, can't we imagine Revelation 18? When everything shuts down, when a whole city in one hour is destroyed, and it made people rich, and now it's not there? It's shut down completely? Who would have ever thought we would have seen Times Square empty of cars? Who would have ever thought we would have seen London shut down and Paris? 
Who would have ever thought we would have seen something affect the whole earth like coronavirus did and still does? Well, it's, it's like that. Our eyes, we're not the same. We'll never be the same. We who have seen this will never be the same again. And that's not bad because we can read Revelation 18 and we can come much closer to seeing it and understanding it. In a minute, we'll read it. Continuing with Second Peter chapter 3, But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. It will steal the life from the people who used to go to the bars, who still try to go to the bars. It will steal their life. Everything is so different. Even the people who try to go to church. Hasn't it stopped some of that? And, of course, the churches are so different from the scriptures today. Isn't it a type of judgment? But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. First the great tribulation comes, before the end of this world as we know it. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, where the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat? Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, God's promise, look for new heavens and new earth, wherein dwelleth righteousness. This present earth will never be righteous. Every decade is, di- is worse. Paul said evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. If you turn on your television set, what do you see? You see wickedness displayed in front of your eyes. You see women that hardly have any clothes on openly displaying themselves in front of your eyes. And you can't get it turned off quickly enough. It's getting worse. If you go back 20 years and look at some television program, it's not nearly as bad as it is today. Well, that's because you will never have this world as a righteous world. It's the new heavens and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness, says Peter. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him when he returns, that you'll be found in peace, without spot and blameless. Now, how can we be peace when there's all this wickedness? Well, through prayer. You take what you've seen to God and say, I can't stand this. Recently, I turned to God and I said, I don't think I can stand this anymore what they're doing. And God helped me and comforted me. Be patient, just wait. It'll be judged. Let's look at at Revelation 18 for a minute. The fall of Babylon, Revelation 18. 
I used to read this 30, 40 years ago and imagine it and think about it. And it's much, much more realistic to me after seeing coronavirus and what it did to New York City and Paris and London and the various nations. Revelation 18, verse 1, And after these things, I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that ye be not partaker of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. Can you imagine anyone staying in the Catholic Church with all of the child abuse scandals and the continuation of the scandals and the going against all of the scriptures that we see in the New Testament Bible? Can you imagine anybody attending a Catholic church while this keeps going on? Well, you better get out of there if you're not. Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double unto her, double according to her works. In the cup which she hath filled to her, double. How much she hath glorified herself, and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her, for she saith in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and live deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament her, when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Now, I know this is speaking of secular things like the cities, but I also know it's speaking of these abominable damned churches who damn themselves forever by setting up idols inside their buildings and by following things that are against the Holy Scriptures. So you can think of this in terms of two things. The fall of the abominable churches 
and the fall of the world. Verse 10, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silver and scarlet and wood and all manner of vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of the most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and odors and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beast and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and the soul of men. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more. The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing, and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour so great riches is come to naught. And every shipmaster and all the company in ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off, and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness. For in one hour is she made desolate. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. And no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth. We are told, come out of it, lest you be destroyed with her. For that which is coming 
is going to bring judgment upon the world and upon all of these churches that have all this pomp and glory to themselves and cast aside the scriptures and go in an opposite direction. Do you think they're not going to be destroyed by God? One more scripture today. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 10 through 12. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness, the pleasure in attending that church and doing those things and casting away the word of God. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today, for that judgment is coming. The great tribulation is coming upon this earth. And it will all be judged by God. And then the heavens and the earth will be destroyed by God. You can read Second Peter chapter 2, verse 3 for that. And the saints of God will be taken to the new heaven and the new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness, which is described for us by John in Revelation 21, verses 1 through 5. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.